Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. <laughs> we just you forgot a little yeah, bit. I forgot there, didn't that you? it's a silver dollar and I, I have to say my own name. You have to say your name yeah. in silver dollars. <laughs> it's only. hard work here, people. <laughs> well, Luke, oh, man. like Bob Dylan says, the times they are a changing. Yes. And hey, every once in a while. Are you a Bob Dylan fan, by the way? Uh, I am a fan, no. Yeah, I mean, no, me I, I mean, I like. Me either. I, I wait, really are you a hater? No, you a no, I'm not a hater. I just couldn't really name you a bunch of songs. Oh, I mean, I like. I like the genre the the voice i'm probably gonna get some hate on this yeah, one, yeah. but i can only listen to it <laughs> bob dylan in small doses like he take to these. it's more about the songwriting you know that's what it was about no but um hey every once in a while we go through kind of a shifting market yep. and and whether whatever business you're in it doesn't really matter every market goes through shifts yep uh and uh so there's some principles i think that we can kind of outline and that we're we, yeah times, top times of your are mind, changing yeah uh, how to how to win in a yep. in a shifting market yeah i don't really know I'm hoping, you know, these things are right. This, this is right. what I'm focused on. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, this has come from talking to other entrepreneurs. Uh, this has come from, you know, we went through 2008 and that was a shifting market. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff that shifted off a cliff, you know, we take, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That we've taken away from that. And then also books, right? It's like, there's ways to, to learn from people who are alive. Mm-hmm. There's ways from learn from people who are dead yeah. by reading their books mm-hmm. and watching what they you know, put down and then, you know, obviously experience. And yeah. so these are a couple of things that came to mind because the market's shifting. The market's interesting right now and there's panic out in the market and there's also opportunity, yeah. right? And when there's blood in the streets, you buy, even if it's your own blood. I forget who said that, but that's a great wow. quote, right? Yeah, that's about Graphic, investing. I like it. Yeah. yeah. You know? And when Warren Buffett says everybody's running away, you run towards. Yes. That one so I there's an heard. opportunity <laughs> in the shifting market. What is it? You All know, right. So we laid out what, four or five different, or you laid them out, four or yeah. five different kind of principles. Or, or things to focus on. The first one, I think, is something that people uh, have to be able to do uh, in order to get back to what's working uh, instead of going out and, and trying new things. It's leading with revenue, right? Where yes. are the dollars coming in and really putting your focus back on, yeah. on the revenue? S- seems simple in theory, but very hard in discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in a shifting market, you tend to want to shift and you get away from the basics and the fundamentals of what works. Yeah. And more importantly than getting away from the basics, you don't have a good guide of what actually drives your decision making. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to drive decisions based upon altruistic things, based upon visionary things. But when the brass tax comes, the push comes to shove in wartime, you got to make your decisions based upon one thing and one thing alone. And that's revenue. Mm-hmm. That's the ability to, the, the health of your company really is driven by net, right? So it, it could be also by net, but you need to lead 
through change, driving by the fundamentals that grows the organization, that yeah. feeds the organization. And when what do you, they say? Sales solves all pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you focus on revenue, what it makes you do is it makes you look at, well, what are the key drivers mm-hmm. of revenue? What's the leading indicators? What's the lagging indicators? Like, what are the things that actually drive revenue in my business? And then look at those and look at the full life cycle of revenue dri- generation. Mm-hmm. And do you know your full life cycle of revenue generation and how you get there and each step along the way there's going to be blockers there's going to be things that are in the way of you driving revenue in this new market and that's what you can attack so you can go look at your past history of what's driven revenue for you you lead with revenue which means what you double down on the things that's that are working you get rid of the things that aren't working and the things that are working you look on that life cycle of revenue you go where along this journey could I get some leverage to multiply what's happening? Yeah. And that's really where you can find these wins that for your business that actually turn into revenue versus just good ideas or R&D. Yeah. Uh, Gary Keller writes this about this in um, Millionaire Real Estate Agent. So whether you're in real estate or you run any business, like that's, that book is a great blueprint yeah, it really is. for how to run a business. And that's one of the key points that he puts out is especially whenever you're starting your business or trying to look at your your job as a business, right? If you're an independent professional, you know, you are the business, you're running an organization, even if it's an organization of one. And one of those very first things to do is to lead with revenue. So shifting market or just starting out, that's good advice. Second piece here is to communicate, communicate. Yeah. Communicate. That was the third. Communicate, communicate, communicate. The reason why I said that is because over communicate. Yeah. It's like, what do you do in a crisis with PR? You get ahead of the narrative. You get ahead of the story. What happens in a shifting market? People love negative headlines. People love panic. People love confusion because subconsciously, I think it gives them an excuse for why they're not succeeding. You must get ahead of the narrative. Don't let the market control your narrative. You control the market's narrative. The only way you do that is to communicate, communicate, communicate. There's two types of communication. There's internal communication to your employees, to your team member. Heck, to yourself, what you're feeding and telling yourself every single day. And then there's external communication to your actual client base, to your prospects. What are you communicating to them? And are you communicating multiple messages or do you have one succinct message? And a good Mm -hmm. test for you here, when you think about your messaging, is go ask your team members what the number one focus for the organization is right now and see what they tell you. Go If you have a big team, like we have a big team, go ask multiple people. And are you getting multiple responses or is everybody yeah. on the same page? Because we saw with our senior leadership team and our organization, man, we're getting a lot of things worked on, but not a cohesiveness of mm-hmm. you know direction because we're not communicating enough. So we moved our senior leadership meeting to once a week right now versus once a month so we can stay on top of things. Then go ask your client base. Right. When I say, you know, my business, what what do you hear from me right now? What do you believe that we focus on? What do you believe that we do? What do you believe our value proposition is? Go ask some of your clients, see what they tell you, because that's the message that you're communicating out to the world. And if it's not the message you want, you got to get ahead of that narrative and you got to communicate. If you're not giving them that message, they will create their own internal message. And then, I mean, in terms of the over communication internally, like we saw this back, you know, three years ago, whenever we went through or almost four years ago now at the start of COVID, where it's like it was impossible to over communicate. It, yeah, it really was to do with in, in a major shift. Number three on the list is to leverage tech and automation. Yeah, I was trying to find a fancy way to say cut costs. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, in shifting markets, 
like it's not that you should not invest. Mm-hmm. You should 1000% invest, but you should invest in things you should lead with revenue and you should invest in things that you know are focused on revenue generation and growing the company. It's mm-hmm. not the time to be um, lackadaisical when it comes to your spending. Yeah. And then it also gives you a hard look at where am I spending my money? Why am I spending my money there? What is the return I've got from spending my money there? And you see this, why are all the big companies, the Googles, the Facebooks, the the Microsofts, the Zooms, all these people, what are they doing? They're cutting cost. Mm -hmm. And the market really hasn't turned that much. It's turned a little, right? But it hasn't turned that much yet, totally economically, but they're cutting because they're getting ahead of the game. They're using this not only as a way to, to refine and get more fiscally conservative and responsible and all that stuff. But ultimately, they probably took a look at the fat that they have, and they were like, this is a good chance to yeah. clean up. And, hey, we've gotten a little lazy, just like every new year you go on a diet. You know, companies need new years, and a lot of times <laughs> that happens in a recession or happens in a market term where it's like, hey, it's time for a diet. Yeah. We've gotten a little fat. We've gotten a little lazy. We've gotten a little irresponsible. Let's clean it up a little bit and cut costs. But more importantly than cutting people, where can you drive automation? Where can you drive techn- technological advances mm-hmm. where you can leverage to do more with less? Yeah. Right? And I also would challenge you right now that what happens in good times, it creates weak people. We all know the saying. Yep. So people can do more than they think they can do. The Navy SEAL rule is that when you're done, you're only 40% done. (laughs) And I think when you go through good times, you get fat and lazy, uh, myself included. I'm I'm calling myself out here too. You can do more than you think, which means your team members can do more than they think. You just got to create an environment and a culture that is on that same vision and mission. And if they don't want to be there, hey. Yeah. You know what to do? No, totally makes sense. Last one here. I guess this would be number four. People are going to be like, man, Luke is just like cutting people left and right. I'm not. (laughs) We haven't. We haven't. Is to get back to basics. So this is the idea of uh, maybe, maybe kind of, I said it a little bit in the first one, but this is really getting back to. Sales isn't everything. It's the only thing. Oh, I thought you said get back to basics. I did. I said, I said, the reason why I said it is sales isn't everything. It's the only thing. Yeah. Well, we used to, in our home in King of Prussia at our corporate office, we used to have on the wall back before we were virtual. We're, we had that huge writing, sales yeah. isn't everything, it's the yeah. only thing. Big red wall. And I don't see sales as a dirty word. I see sales as the most prominent word of sales is the exchange of value. Sales is mm. in direct correlation to the value that you bring to the marketplace. No, people think like, oh, then that means that the salespeople are the most important. Like, no, <laughs> no, it's the whole company sale. It's literally, we provide an offering to the market that they exchange with us their value, which is currency, to get what we have because that because we offer to solve if a pain point selling, for them. Pack up and go home. You've yeah. got nothing to do. You have a hobby. You have a charity. Yeah. Right. So when I say sales isn't everything, it's the only thing. It's getting back to the basics of what do your clients need? What are their pain points? What are the desires that they have and how does your product offering and the value that you offer to the market do that for them? Mm -hmm. And how do you reiterate that message and communicate, communicate, communicate over and over again, use leverage of technology to automate that and to focus on the things that are working in your business to get back to selling. Yeah. Because selling is what solves all pain. Sales isn't everything. It's the only thing. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. If you like this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. And the best way to support this show is simply share this episode with someone that you know. Uh, Gentlemen, why aren't koalas bears? Why aren't koalas bears? But it was a koala bear. Why are koalas not bears? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> because they don't meet the koalifications. 
stupid. It's how hard you're laughing at it that's getting me. Yeah. <laughs> it was not that good of a joke, but I'm it like, oh my gosh, you can't even say it. I hadn't read it out loud yet. I just saw it. But <laughs> I read it out loud. That one got me. <laughs> Woo! If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at <laughs> qualifications. That's brilliant. Podcast at remindermedia.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram, although I don't know why you would after this episode. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all over the Stay place. Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And guys, here's what I would encourage you to do. As we are in this shifting market, double down on your value proposition. You need to know where your focus is because you need to know what's driving revenue for your organization. Sales isn't everything. It's the only thing. So you need to focus on the thing that provides your clients the most value that you do well so you can double down in that area. And remember... The difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. So what does that mean? That means you need to go and look at what is working in your business to drive sales and lead with that revenue and then communicate, communicate, communicate that value prop to your team and to external clients and prospects over and over again. Take action on that today. 